Welcome to Real Life Christianity with Deacon John Lozano. This podcast is about real life and living it in the light of the gospel. Real things, everyday things, relationships at home and work, real issues that the world presents every day, the complexities, difficulties, joys and aspirations of being human. Deacon John is a real guy, a deacon, but also a husband, a dad, a businessman, as well as an experienced counselor, educator, and author. And Deacon John invites us to come as you are as he brings the transformative power of the gospel down from the clouds to real life, your life. reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together and one of them, a scholar of the law, tested him by asking, teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? He said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The whole law and the prophets depend on these two commandments. The Gospel of the Lord. First line of today's gospel says, when the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a scholar of the law, tested him by asking. So the Sadducees and the Pharisees are going after Jesus with their mind games testing, analyzing, and measuring him. And in doing so, they miss the one who stands before him. They miss him. The incarnate love of God in human flesh that stands before them they miss. Because they're caught in their heads and they can't be before him in a way that they could receive who he is. Friends, we can fall into that trap as well. We can bring our mind games to God and Christianity and church, our desire to measure and control and test and see what it's all about from a distance. And in doing so, we'll miss him. We'll miss him. 
Now, of course, those aspects of our mind have their place. They have a small place in the world and in life, but not a big one, and not here. Now, even our deeply rich Catholic intellectual tradition, which is one of our great strengths, that we ask hard questions and we, we think and we pray and we pursue truth, and God enlightens us in this great tradition called Catholic, even as good and grace-filled as that is, it too has a limitation. Even that will only take us so far. For at some point, we must stand contemplatively before him. We must sit at some point in silence and quiet the mind Silence the mind. For that's the only way we can be before mystery. And it's the only way we can receive it. In fact, receive him. To be before the one who kind of questions us probes us, lures us, romances us to himself in that place, then we can fall in love with him and know him. You see, friends, if that doesn't happen, this gospel today will never make sense to love God with our whole heart, our whole mind, our whole soul. Why would I do that? Because that's how he loves you. With his whole being, his whole self. It's the only love that doesn't hold back, that isn't partial, that's always eternally Yours. It's what we're meant to do here at Mass. To sit contemplatively before the mystery of God. You know, when a man and a woman meet for the first time and they eventually get married, they kind of start off in their heads, don't they? They analyze the other, they check him or her out their background, their family, their education, their values, their faith, the likes, dislikes. You're kind of putting things in compartments about the other. But some way along the journey, eventually and gradually, almost imperceptibly, the other person is revealed to you like no other. Like no other. 
and you fall in love with the other. And when you do, <laughs> you're all in. You're all in. You love with your mind, your soul, and your strength. Friends, it's to be before the mystery of God's love in a way that is receptive to that mystery, that we can receive it. Here's one for you. The earth itself is 4.5 billion years old. Billion, not, not million, <laughs> 4.5 billion years old. And here we are. Where were we for 4.5 billion years? This is what Catherine Siena says. We were loved before we came into existence. Loved before we exist. For God's love for us compelled him to create us. We were loved in eternity. And that love compelled him for this, for you, here now, and me. If we could get even a little of that, what would we fear? <laughs> How would we live? You know, friends, a lot of people, let's just do today, come to this church. And they, a lot of Catholics, they don't really believe that the bread and wine become the body and blood of Jesus Christ. I get that. Because it doesn't make any sense. You can't put that in here. So most people say it's a symbol. Yeah, because you can get that. But here's the thing, friends. If we sit in silence, contemplatively open to the mystery that is before us, it will come to us. And we can receive it. And in some almost other way, know it and love it. Friends, our only response to this love can be today's gospel. To love God with all our heart, with all our soul, and with all our mind, and to love our neighbor as our way of loving him in service and in mission of that love in our life. To get this, 
as Jesus says today, is to get everything. It's the only commandment. I'd like to end with a little story about Thomas More that I find very personally meaningful. Thomas More was a great chancellor of England, a highly intellectually orientated person. He got in trouble with Henry VIII and was in prison. It wasn't looking good for him. So his family, whom he deeply loved, came one by one to him in prison to try to sway him away from the path he was on, to reason with him. Finally, his daughter, who was the apple of his eye, Meg, came and went at him, just went at him with reason after reason after reason of why he should just go with what the king is saying that this doesn't make sense what you're doing. Finally, in frustration, she says, you're just not reasonable. And his response was this. Finally, it isn't a matter of reason. It's a matter of love. More had to do what he had to do because he loved him. Friends, we do what we do. We don't do things we don't do because we love him. When we get that, we get everything. thank you for listening and for sharing the good news with Deacon John, who asks you to come back often and support him by subscribing, by rating the site, and please share our site with others in your circle.